Good morning. This is Car Thoughts with David, episode 28. I'm two from my goal of 30. And it's not really a goal. I'm going to keep going. But, you know, it just blows my mind that I've done 30 episodes or that I'm so close to doing 30 episodes. I mean, that's doing one podcast every day for a month. That's really awesome. And it's because of you guys. You know, that's why I'm doing all of this. And as I'm going, I'm learning because I'm definitely not an expert yet, um, obviously. <laughs> you know, if I was, I would be making money at this and, and things like that. But, you know, I, you know, I've you know, i monetized my podcast on Anchor, which I didn't even know that was a thing you could do. But when I was prepping some of my episodes and scheduling them out, because I'm trying to get ahead of the game and record a couple so I don't have to frantically rush to do it, Um, if for some reason something happens, you know, I've got an episode already and, uh, you know, so I, I don't, I'm not caught, you know, trying to rush to do something. Um, and I'm in my car a lot, so I'm trying to record these while I'm in my car where I have the free time to do it without interruptions as well. So, uh, with that being said, um, you know, thank you all for listening and if you listen through Anchor, um, you know, and you, you feel like donating a couple bucks, by all means, I certainly will appreciate it, and I will mention you on the show, and thank you, personally, so I appreciate that, and I'm not asking you to go, I'm not trying to guilt you into doing it, I don't need the money, I don't need it, but with that money, I will use it responsibly and buy better equipment for recording, better microphones, better, you know, better equipment for, for that. So that's what it will be used for only. Um, at the same time, you know, like I said, you can like my Facebook page, which is Car Thoughts with Dave. And you can also like or follow me on Twitter at Car Thoughts Dave. And like I, like I always say, you'll know it's me because you'll see that white Volkswagen Passat. Uh, staring at you in both the profile and the background picture. Um, so, you know, definitely feel free. Uh, you can reach out to me. I will respond. It may take a day or two, but I will respond. And uh, so, yeah. Um, so what I wanted to talk to you guys about is um, purposefully starting off your day on the right foot um, to try and avoid the downfalls and the pratfalls and the the disasters that happen during the day as much as possible because sometimes it's self-sabotage or self-fulfilling prophecy um, when you start off and your day's bad and you're just like you know what the rest of my day is just gonna suck and you've already got that mindset that bad things are gonna happen and when you're expecting bad things to happen a lot of times they do and it's not like things just magically happen per se, but when the tiniest thing happens that goes wrong, you're already looking for something bad, and you blow it out of proportion and make it worse. And I'm not just preaching this to you. I know this from experience. I've spent many years dealing with with OCD. I've spent many years dealing with depression and anxiety um, as a result of that, because being OCD, I want to have control, and in not having control, um, it would cause me to lose my cool. It would cause me to fall into a state of depression, 
because things didn't make sense. Things didn't add up. Systems didn't work the way they were supposed to. Whatever the case may be. And that drove me like crazy for many, 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 many years of my life. And I still sometimes deal with depression and anxiety. They still come back to haunt me. But what I am doing and the change that I am making is how I start off my day. And I'm finding that as I do this and as I get better at this process, the days tend to go more smoothly. I tend to be more accepting of things that I cannot control. Um, and even though I may not like them, even though I may complain about them, that stigma and that pain and that resentment and every other negative emotion that goes along with it doesn't stay with me as long. And, you know, this is years and years and years, I mean, uh, of, of psychoses and, and just um, self-doubt. You know, I mean, when I was a child at the age of four and five years old, just to tell you how OCD I was and how much of a neat freak I was, I would go out and play with the neighbor children and we would play in the, in the like sandbox and build sand castles and dig out trenches and play with our, you know, our little green army men and all of that. And I would start freaking out and every five to 10 minutes, I would have to run inside the house and wash my hands. I could not take having dirt on my hands any longer. And so I did that all the time. Uh, my mom was constantly having to buy more soap. As a matter of fact, she started buying like big, like, you know, industrial grade, uh, you know, commercial grade soap canisters, you know, the really big, huge ones uh, for like public restrooms and stuff because of the fact that I washed my hands so much. So at an extremely young age, I was dealing with OCD and anxiety and depression. Um, and so, you know, it's taking some time. And I'm not going to say you're going to start doing this and overnight you will be, you know, set free. That's not going to happen. That's, that's not how this works. That's not how anything works. You have to build habits and you have to break habits. And to do that, it takes time. Um, I read a, I've read many, 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 many studies saying that it takes 21 days to build a habit. Um, however, through, I want to say Stanford or Harvard, they have done studies on this. And actually, for it to be a habit that you stick with uh, for a long period of time, you know, longer than just a couple months or a few years, it you actually have to do this or do something for at least 66 days so the eggheads the geniuses that study all of this stuff say 21 days is just not enough to make it a lifelong habit so it's not something that's going to change overnight and i wish i could tell you that it did because trust me i would love to wake up every morning and go through my entire day without getting an anxiety attack about something that happens. And I'm not saying like I freak out like you see on TV, but just to have that level of stress where it just feels like all of a sudden the walls are crashing down. And I don't really show it all the time publicly. Most people don't know that I'm freaking out. Uh, they, they don't see it. It's 
<coughs> I believe, excuse me, I believe that Hollywood over-dramatizes things and makes things seem worse than they actually are on the outside. Whereas on, on the inside, you know, we may be freaking out like that. Um, and I'm sure, you know, if anyone's experienced this, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, some of you may freak out. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying I'm not one of those people. Um, I've always been very closed off, you know, emotionally um, and kind of kept every, kept things internal because, you know, that's the way my father was. And I guess I kind of saw that from him and was like, okay, well, real men don't show that they have emotions, which is not true. Because if real men don't start showing that they have emotions and don't start being honest with who they are, you know, we're never going to overcome this epidemic of suicide that that is sweeping across the world, um, you know, in this, country, in this country and across the world. You know, it's just one of those things. If we don't start being honest with how we feel and what we think and what we're going through, we're never going to conquer that. And, and we may never conquer it completely, but the first step is to be honest and to share what's going on and to, to seek out help from friends, family. If you're not comfortable with that, seek out help from someone else. You know, find a, find a therapist. Uh, find, you know, someone you can confide in. You know, uh, um, someone you know at work or, or at, you know, it's something. Someone that you feel comfortable talking with it about, you know, and, and be careful about who you pick, you know. Don't just tell anybody and everybody, <laughs> you know, when you're when you're starting out, you know, because you don't want to get negative feedback that could cause things to get worse. Um, after you've gone through it, you know, feel free to tell people, like, yeah, I used to have this problem. But anyway, I'm kind of getting off the subject there, but I just wanted to get, let you guys know that, you know, I understand what it's like to get out of bed every day and the struggle through the day and to wish that the day would just finally be over because I can't take it anymore. And to go from that to what I'm doing now is, you know, night and day difference. I have a purpose. I have a, I have a life goal. I have, I get up every morning and I am excited because I get to do so many things and help people and talk to people and get to meet people and to do this podcast and everything else. It's just so fantastic that I look forward to getting up. I mean, I went to bed uh, Friday night and I was so tired after this long work week and my head hurt. I, I didn't have a headache necessarily. It, it was just a throbbing pain from the lack of sleep and just being so out of it, being so mentally um, drained from all of the overtime and all of the working with customers and going through all of their computers with them um, every morning and working on their computers every night that it was just overwhelming, you know, physically and emotionally just constantly being on all the time. And, you know, I still woke up at 4.30 the next morning and was just ready to go, ready to roll, and excited 
to get started, to read my messages, to check everything, to send out some tweets, to put out some posts, you know, to do things. And it just was really, really awesome. And that is what drives me is I found that thing that I want to do. I found that side hustle or for those of you um, that are uh, in the older generation, because I've heard this term used a lot quite frequently, moonlighting. Um, which I don't think moonlighting and a side hustle is the same thing because mostly people who moonlit were people that had like a second job where they worked like, you know, like a security guard at, at a bank or something after hours, you know, so they work eight to five and then, you know, they might work six to, you know, midnight or something like that as a security guard or, or you know, they actually had another actual like corporate blue collar, white collar type job. Um, or they were a cabbie or something like that. But the point is, is it was usually another actual job. Um, whereas what I'm doing, I've not made a cent. <laughs> I'm just doing this for the sheer love and passion and joy of bringing this information and doing this for people to hopefully help them. <clears throat> and I hope that that's what's going on. And that's what you've got to do. You've got to find something a hobby, a goal, a um, side hustle, just something to unplug you from your day-to-day life. Uh, One of my buddies at work actually was talking about, um, he found out that he could rent a car from, not Hertz, it was somebody, but you could rent a car and use it for for, uh, Lyft. And he said, you know, it'd be kind of cool. You know, my daughters are going to be off to school um that'd give me a little bit extra money give me something to do on the weekend um you know so I might do this you can rent a car use it and be a Lyft driver and I'll just go hang out at the airport and do that and just make a little extra cash and um so you know that was what uh what he wanted to do and that gives him something to get up on the weekends and purposefully do because you know he just wanted to get kind of out of the house and do something different for me, it's this podcast and my blog and my writing. And um, so, yeah, you know, everybody has those things that they want to do. And, uh, you know, Please my wait. advice is to. Thank you. Please take your ticket. Sorry for the commercial. <laughs> is to, you know, go out there and just do it. Just find something, you know. And, and if you don't like it, stop doing it and pick something else. You know, he might find that he does not like being a Lyft driver and you know what that's totally okay because there are tons of people who want to be Lyft drivers because it can actually pay some pretty decent money I mean I was shocked when I read that aside from the fact that it takes a lot of extra forms on your taxes because you're kind of self-employed um, you, know, you can make in the neighborhood of 70 or 80 thousand dollars a year if you're doing it full-time which is mind-boggling to think and these people do put in a lot of hours I'm not trying to say they just pick up a couple, you know, people from a bar every, every weekend and they make $70,000. That's not how that works. You know, they're hustling, working eight to 10 hours a day, driving all over the place. So, and every Lyft and Uber driver I've ever met has been fantastic, by the way. So if you've never done it, uh, definitely by all means, I highly recommend it. Um, but yeah, so just find that thing that excites you. Something you can do as a hobby. Pick up a musical instrument, learn to play it, you know, just just something. 
you know, and find that passion. And then purposely, like for instance, if you're going to do a musical instrument, wake up every morning early enough that you can sit down for 30 minutes every morning before you have breakfast and practice a little bit. Now, if it's drums, don't do that. That's a bad idea. But if it's something like, say, electric guitar, turn on your amp, plug in your headphones, and just practice for 30 minutes, set a timer. When the timer goes off, stop. Go, eat your breakfast, get everything straightened out, get ready for work, get the kids off to school, whatever you need to do. So I'm asking you to wake up about 45 minutes before you normally would wake up. So if you wake up at 6, wake up at 5.15. Do your get up, get everything going, practice for 30 minutes, then start your 6 o'clock normal day. Just take that extra time for you. And I guarantee you that if you do this, whatever it is, now I do like my posting and everything, I do that all through the day, you can't practice guitar while you're at work. You can't practice guitar while you're driving down the freeway. Um, so I get it. But whatever it is, budget time for yourself. Purposefully make time for yourself to do it. And if you keep with it, <clears throat> you may not become Eddie Van Halen, but you will find that you have more enjoyment out of life because you did something you wanted to do first. You got your dessert before you had, or as Pink Floyd said, you got your pudding before you ate your meat, <laughs> you know, um, and that is what I'm trying to get you guys to, to do to help you live a happier and more fulfilling life and just start out small. Just start doing those small things like I talked about in the last podcast, do small things and work up to bigger things as you go. And as you work through the process, you will get there. So everyone, I'm going to end it on that. <clears throat> I hope you have a fantastic day. And Car Thoughts out. Hey everybody, David here from Car Thoughts with David. And I just want to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can, you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So by all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys. And I could not do any of this without your support. So when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.